Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 357. If you're anything like me, you look for any opportunity to go on a cruise. So when choosing to get away from it all with your brother, a cruise vacation sounds like a great idea. This week's cruise story is about how Joe started a cruise tradition of vacationing with his brother on a cruise ship. Here we go. This week's podcast story is bringing us to talk to a good friend of mine that I've known for a little while, Mr. Joe Mock. And let me tell you guys, I get a lot of ideas for you know these cruise stories. People present them with you know different uh, approaches and, and kind of the stories behind them. But when I re- read the word bro cruise, I was sold <laughs> immediately. So we're going to start off this week by talking to Joe about his bro cruise, as he calls it, not my word, on Independence of the Seas. Joe Mock, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. It is an honor to be on the the official Royal Caribbean podcast. I'm, I am uh, amazed beyond words that I've made it this far in my life. tell friends and family did you know that i was on the royal korean blog podcast oh no 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 when i when i tell sherry from cruise tips tv mr cctv and junior editor that i made it to the royal korean (laughs) podcast uh you know i love sherry yeah so what is a bro cruise well, you know, a little background. Uh, I'm one of eight kids, six boys, wow. two girls. Yeah, six boys, two girls. And I grew up sharing a room with my younger brother, Johnny B. That's V as in Valentine, which is his middle name, Johnny Valentine, named after my great grandfather. Um, so we've always been really tight. You know, we listened to CBS radio mystery theater at night when we were supposed to be sleeping or the ball game on the transistor radio kind of thing. And, um, uh, of all the eight, he and I are the one that went into sales careers. Uh, so that keeps us even tighter. And Matt, we've been on vacations. We've done uh, a golfing weekend. We did a fishing weekend where we didn't catch any fish. And um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, uh, we're sitting around, uh, he, my wife and uh, I and uh, his wife and he, Johnny. And we find it's about the end of the summer. And we realized that we had. Johnny and I each had a week of vacation that we had to burn before the end of the year. And the wives didn't have any time extra off. So we started talking about what we're going to do. And we'd always talked about going on a fishing trip up in Canada. And, you know, he wanted to take, but he wanted to take vacation uh, second week of December, tie it into his Christmas vacation, I guess. I said, well, that worked, that week works great for me, but I'm not going to Canada fishing in December. (laughs) And the wives, one of the wives suggested the beach and I don't like sand. And then it hit me that night after I left, it hit me, a cruise. Um, I love a cruise. Now, Johnny and his wife had gone with my wife and I had a couple other couples back in, I don't know, 2012 or something on Majesty of the Seas for a little weekend cruise. Now, this was before, I, wanna, I want this clear, this was before I had met the famous Matt Hodgeberg and Royal Caribbean blog and learned everything. So, you know, since then, <laughs> I have listened to every single podcast, Matt. I've gone back. And listen to every single podcast you've ever recorded that's on the, you know, that's on the internet, uh, which means I either really love your information uh, way too much or I'm in the car way too much I, I, or I hate the radio. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or a glut so, punishment, uh, but yeah. we can leave that alone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we, I shouldn't have taken them on that three because you've talked about the first cruise really ought to be a, a seven day cruise because or at least a five. Three is just mm-hmm. too short. 
And that was the case with Johnny. And um, he was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I said, no, we're going to go. On. Now, I remember it being a five night on India of the Seas. Uh, and I had that. This was also before I knew about the uh, the amazing MEI travel. And shout out to the amazing Stephanie at MEI. Love you, Stephanie. Thank you. She helps me now. Nice. Um, so I, I booked it myself. I, you know, I, that's what I did back before I got to be smart because I was educated by Matt. Um, I did it all, but you know, and it, I had it booked India, the seas, uh, out of Fort Lauderdale, five night Southern Caribbean or uh, Western Caribbean. Um, but I'm a, I'm a ship guy, Matt. I'm not a, I don't need to get off in Nassau. I don't need to get off in Cozumel. I've been there. I'm the, uh, I've done 15 cruises. Uh, I'm diamond status now. I, I've been to all these ports. I go on a cruise to relax. I want to chill. And that's what kind of Johnny said. He said, you know, it's been a long year. We just want to chill. Um, so we picked, uh, now he travels a lot, Matt. He's, he's flying out every week. He's on planes. He's staying in Marriott's. He's got the Marriott points and the Delta points. So we made a deal. He'd handle the travel. I'd handle the cruise. Um, so he, he flew us down again before I knew Matt Hotchberg and all the rules that we play by. Uh, we went down the morning. We went down the morning of Matt. Um, and my goal is on every cruise. It's the same. Be in a hot tub with a margarita by 11 o'clock. That, that's how you start a cruise. We call those um, life goals. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so we fly in. You direct flight from Cincinnati, Fort Lauderdale. And what is it? Like 10 minutes from the, uh, the ports, like 10 minutes from the airport. So that was great. But we pull in, and Matt, I got to tell you, 15 cruises, that had to be the busiest terminal I have ever seen. It was packed. I don't know what it was. Second week of December, shouldn't have been. Maybe it was a group cruise for something. But there were just people everywhere. And uh, I told the cab driver, he said, oh, I drive here all the time. And I said, well, I'm Emerald class, if that means anything, right? Emerald's before Diamond? I think that's right. Um, and uh, he said, oh, I'll drive you up closer. Because so, Johnny was just, he hates lines. He hates waiting. Doesn't want to do that. And so he lets us out and we walk up and there's the guy standing there with the little rope, you know. And I hold up my sail pass, my my sea uh, pass packet. I said, I'm Emerald. Can I go in here? And he goes, oh, yes, right here, sir. And he starts to unhook the rope. And I said, well, my brother's not. He's gold, but he's in my cabin. Can he come with me? And I swear, Matt, the guy looks straight at Johnny. He goes, no, sir, I'm sorry. You have to go back to the end of the line. <laughs> and my brother's face just falls. And he you know, waited. The, the prerequisite, like two, three seconds. Said, I'm just kidding. Come on. You're, you're right here. You stay with me. So we walk in, Matt, and there's still a huge crowd inside. And we just keep walking and walking. And Johnny goes, where are we going? I said, I, I'm Emerald. We're going to wear Emerald. And it was back in the back with Diamond. We walked right up. No lines. Uh, I had trained him well. He had all his documents. We had everything booked online. Um you know, the pre-check-in, I swear that had to be like less than five minutes of passports, credit card, get your seat pass card, walk. And we didn't make 11, Matt, but we did make 11.15 in the hot tub with a margarita. <laughs> nice. Great start. Now, another cool thing we found out just weeks before the cruise, my youngest daughter's best friend from high school was a singer and a dancer on India of the Seas. They, uh, in the show Grease, she was one of, I think they're the pink jacket or the pink sweater girls. Um, so you want to look like a big haughty toddy guy. You walk around the cruise ship with a gorgeous Royal Caribbean singer and dancer. 
and people think you've come from tall cotton. They're just like, wow, this, this guy must have some Jack. So uh, that was fun. We were able to take her to dinner and have some drinks and um, it's just turned into a thing. So that was broke cruise one sailing for fun. And uh, we've kind of gotten ourselves into a routine uh, where we just want to chill uh, we like to, but uh, we get up and we have breakfast at the Windjammer. Did I pronounce that correctly? The, uh, the yeah, it, yeah, it's not bad. Windjammer. Windjammer. So we'll, we'll have breakfast at the Windjammer. Uh, then we'll go to the solarium. We love the solarium. Uh, we'll play some games, Scrabble, uh, trivia. Uh, he does crosswords. I do crosswords. He reads chef magazines. Then we have to have second breakfast at the Solarium Bistro because that is fantastic. <laughs> second um, breakfast. I love it. Oh, yeah. Second breakfast. And then uh, and then about two o'clock. Now, we're not that old. I'm older than you, but I'm not that old. But but two o'clock, it's nap time. Oh, yeah. So we, we an interior cabin. There's no, no place better to sleep than an interior cabin. Just dark, pitch, pitch black. Uh, and then we're up at four o'clock, showering, shaving, putting and we dress up, Matt. We, we put the, the blazers on, but he wears bow ties. He rocks the bow tie. I got my straight tie on it. And we are at our favorite spot on any Royal Caribbean ship. And that's the schooner bar at uh, 430 for trivia and cocktails. And uh, then it's early dining, maybe another cocktail to the show, maybe another cocktail <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe the casino afterwards and then uh, in bed. And then you, you know, you, wash, rinse, and repeat uh, the next day. So just chilling and everything. Um, but that was Bro Cruise 1. That was uh, 16, 2016. 2017 was Bro Cruise 2, Cruise and Booze. Uh, and uh, that was Allure of the Seas. And that's when uh, he and I, that was my first Oasis-class ship. And that's when he and I fell in love with the big ships. And, um, you know, I like big ships, and I cannot lie. Uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, it, uh, that was a, the, the aqua show on the back and uh, Mama Mia was the show on the Lord. And that was, that was Broadway quality. And uh, I'm a theater geek. I like the big shows and, and, uh, we've just really enjoyed it. Now we missed it in 2018. He, um, he developed liver disease and, uh, wow. non-alcoholic immuno something inherited. It's, it's really bizarre. Nobody ever gets it. He got it almost died. But uh, God loved the guy who became a liver do- who was a liver donor when he passed away, and Johnny got his liver. Uh, we had to cancel that year. That was going to be uh, Crow's Bro Cruise Three, um, the Sea, Wee, um, and uh, we missed that. But we made it back again last year on uh, Oasis of the Seas uh, for Bro Cruise Four, sailing for more. And uh, it just again, we're kind of boring on the cruises, but it's it's a real nice time for us to chill after a long year of working and uh, reconnect it, uh, with each other and just, just get away, just the two of us. And, and it's almost like we were kids again. Uh, that's fantastic. I mean, that's yeah. just, I, I love hearing it because we've talked obviously a lot about family cruises and this is a family cruise, but it's, yes, it it's, it's, it's a different kind of dynamic, obviously. And I love hearing that you and your brother are able to share in all this. And it, I guess either two things are happening here, Joe. Number one, you have successfully converted your brother into a major cruise fan, and I must be missing his name in the weekly Facebook lives. Or he loves you so much, he's putting up with your obsession and going on a cruise no. every year. Which one is it? Uh, he loves cruising. He's just not as fanatical about it as I am. He he doesn't listen to the podcast, and uh, 
<gasps> and he doesn't uh, he doesn't go online and and uh, research it like I do and, and learn everything about it. And uh, he, he's not into it that much. But I guarantee you, it, he as far as vacation, that's all he wants to do now. And uh, we had one book we on uh, by per your recommendation, Harmony of the Seas. We had Harmony of the Seas uh, scheduled for this year. Brew Cruise, Bro Cruise Five, Staying Alive. And um, unfortunately, with the COVID crisis, uh, we had to cancel that because uh, with him being immunosuppressed uh, or whatever that word is, yeah. he he really couldn't go on that. So we had to pull that off. But uh, uh, we'll work with. Uh, uh, the, the amazing Stephanie and MEI travel shameless plug again, uh, that, uh, for, for next year for bro cruise, uh, six, uh, what is that? Uh, kicks and, um, kicks and tricks. That's it. Bro cruise six kicks and tricks. <laughs> and somebody asked me, why don't, well, well, wouldn't it, wouldn't that really be like bro cruise five? Cause you skipped a uh, No, no, you got to keep the years in there. So you remember what you missed. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think it's a fantastic way to spend time with family, obviously have a great vacation together. And I love your approach to it, Joe. It sounds like, I mean, listen, I don't know your brother, uh, but I want to be a part of bro cruise. I, I can't <laughs> tell my wife that uh, some guy and his brother are going on a cruise. They're older than me, but you know what? I'm part of bro cruise. We're going baby. <laughs> I don't know what anything is going to happen. And, you know, it's like all your all your callers uh, talk about uh, that have talked to you about it. It's meeting the people on the cruise. We were sitting in the pub. Um, this would have been after the show. We just sat down in the English pub because I wanted to go to the pub and, and he hadn't been there yet. So we went. To, this was on Allure. And uh, he notices this older woman. And when I say older, I'm, I'm being generous if she was 85. I mean, she might have been in her 90s, but she's sitting by herself at a table. And Johnny, I mean, he's, uh, I'm outgoing. He's double outgoing. And he walked over to her and asked her if she wanted to join us. She came back over and sat with us for 45 minutes. And we were, she was just telling us stories of cruises past and the old days of, of cruising before these big giant ships. And, but she was just a wonderful one. And, you know, that's something you remember. It's just, you wouldn't have met her if, uh, if he doesn't get up and go over there or if you're not on a cruise, just just meeting people. That's that's what we love um, and relax. And there's Absolutely. no better way to relax than than a cruise. Uh, we're big. Uh, we're big. Stay on the ship in port days. We're, we're different than you in that that case. But uh, um, but it's just there's no place more quiet and relaxing than a cruise ship on a port day. <laughs> if you stay on the ship. Wow. I mean, it's like you got it for you to yourself. The waiters are waiting on your hand and foot. And we love that. And, um, everything Royal, uh, it, it just can't get any better than that. That's fantastic. I mean, I, I and I agree with what, you, what you're saying here. I mean, we all cruise differently. I don't think there is a one yes. approach that matches for everybody and staying on the ship is fantastic. And I agree it, it's almost like, um, you know, like when you, if you've ever, uh, this is, I think more apropos when you're, when you were younger, but when you're, when you're at home by yourself and your entire, especially you, cause you got seven brothers and sisters, uh, if <laughs> If, when you when you have the house to yourself, and it's yeah. kind of like, you know, it's like that scene from, um, oh gosh, that Tom Cruise movie where he dances in his underwear across oh, the uh, risky business, risky, risky business, yeah. yeah, that's what it's like. It's like that. Oh yeah, you, it's not that you need to do that, but you can. You feel that that, that sense of, of 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 freedom to be able to do that, and it feels like you have the ship to yourself. Well, and that's what I tell people when people ask me about cruising because you know they see my posts on Facebook and. And, you know, I talk about it all the time, but the, you know, if they're going on a cruise, I'll sit down and talk. And the one thing I make sure they know is you do what you want to do. Don't feel like you have to do everything. 
you know, because if you, if you're a normal person, you're going to fall in love with cruising and you'll go on another cruise. So something you didn't do the first cruise, you'll do on the second cruise. And, and if you don't do it on the second cruise, well, gosh, darn it. That gives you an excuse to book the third cruise, right? YOLO. Absolutely. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, it's uh, perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. Joe, you, you hit the nail on the head there. And I love hearing that not only as, as your brother and you enjoyed a cruise together, enjoyed multiple cruises together, but it has become this tradition for you guys. And despite the health issues your yeah. brother faced, that you're able to continue that tradition and keep it going. I love it. So, um, which ship did you say? Which ship is on Bro Cruise Six? Uh, fix. Uh, we didn't or? do six yet. I he loves the big ships, right? And yep. I really want it. There, well, there's two things. There, the one thing he has not done that I have convinced him he has to do, and that's perfect day. Yes. Um, I, I, my, I, my wife and I went on Mariner of the Seas uh, last summer, and I got to go to Perfect K. And that Oasis Pool Swim Up Bar, if there's a heaven on earth, that's my heaven on earth right there. <laughs> um, and so I've, I've convinced him that we have to go. I don't care what ship. I don't care when. We have to go to Coco Key. Coco Key, sorry. And then um, – but but we've been on the big ship, so we don't – I've also at that point in my life, Matt, where – I don't know if you feel this way, but I want to sail on different ships. Um, yep. And I like big ships, but uh, I've never been on a Radiance class ship. So I want to do that. Is that, is that a Royal Caribbean cruise group cruise? Is that going on a Radiance ship? Is this the yes, one up sir. in Norway? Uh, no, the one in Norway is actually on a quantum class ship. That'll be Anthem of the seas. We do have a brilliant okay, a Radiance on class that. on, on yeah. brilliance for this October, but as of the recording of this podcast, it looks like that's might be canceled. Yeah, due to the probably uh, going to be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it's fantastic. I love Brilliance. I go every year in about January, February. And if you've listened, and since you've listened to every single podcast, you know that very well. There's been a yep. string of Brilliance of the Seas recordings. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I fell in love with that. I'm a big ship guy as well. Brilliance is a small ship, but it does not compromise. Well, and, and, and I need to try a Radiance class ship. I really do. Now, is, Radiance is also the one that sails uh, Alaska a lot, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Radiance goes okay. out. Radiance of the Seas goes out of Alaska. You've got a lot of uh, yep. choices because Radiance goes out of there. Serenade does as well now, and then you have Brilliance and um, a Jewel of the Seas as well. But I'll tell you, Brilliance is the way to go. I mean, out of Tampa, you can do four okay. or five nighters. I think next year she may be moving down to Miami, but it, it, it is a it is a great ship. And I got to tell you, as someone who loves the Solarium, Joe, you will find. Yeah. I think Radiant the Radiance class Solarium is the best Solarium oh, on any wow. uh, any okay. ship across the fleet. Because the other the other option is because I love Perfect Day so much would be and I've never done this so it's on my goal sheet you know life goals right Matt yep is to do a back to back because he loves Johnny D loves the seven nighters he wants to get away for five was too short he wants seven so um, I th- I was trying to th- figure it out I think you can do a back to back on um, a navigator. Yep. Uh, three and three followed by four. And you, and so you'd get Coco key twice. That's right. Uh, so I may be putting uh, Miss Stephanie uh, to the <laughs> test with uh, f- figuring out how to book, focus on that. Cause that, I go. think that would just be a nice, uh, and a nice little shift after, you know, four bro cruises together. We might shift it up a little bit. And then there the goal go. would be to convince him to go on a radiance class ship. Uh, just so unless I can unless I can get my wife to go on a radius class ship. The, the tougher deal for me, Matt, is going to be to get my wife to go on a Royal Caribbean uh, group cruise because she's not a group person. She's she's more quiet than I am. So uh, I, well, we, I we welcome one and all. And if yeah. she wants to participate, if, great. If not, no big deal either. 
Well, and it might just be you. You might be welcoming one because I may be going on it solo. So there you go. That that that's okay. That's okay. Fantastic. It, uh, I love I it. Need to, I need to get my cruises in. That's right. Joe, always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining us here and telling about your brokers. Hey. What a what a great story. And I'm going to get in a shameless plug for you, Matt. If people listening, become a member. Support Matt and what he does. Um, it, it, that's that, that gives me every time I get that little tiny bill. It's not big. I can't do big, but I, I just think I'm a member of the team. Yes, I'm a member of the team, and that's uh, I love supporting you and, and uh, you keeping the the spirit of cruising alive, especially in this crazy year. Uh, it is really it's a bright spot every week when I get your podcast. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate you and all the other insiders who support everything we do here at Royal Caribbean Block. So, Joe, thank you so much for the very, very kind words. Thank you, Matt. Uh, it's this has been a uh, I can check off another life goal. I have been on the Royal Caribbean podcast. Woo-hoo! We are back with more listener emails to read. And of course, if you want me to read some of your emails, you can always do so by sending it to Matt, M-A-T-T, at RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. Our first email is from Linda, right? Hey, Matt, we use Y-N-A-B for our family finances. It saved our marriage, and it has increased the number of Royal Caribbean cruises we're going to get to enjoy. Because using Y-N-A-B, you list your goals and quantify the costs, and then you put money in envelopes and protect that money for the future, and then roll with the punches when unexpected expenses arises. That sounded like a commercial for YNAB. It wasn't. It just brings me to the subject of creating a wish farm, which is something from their terminology, or a bucket list for future cruising. So here's ours in order of priority. Number one, ABC Islands. Two, Royal Caribbean Suite Stateroom. Three, Overnight Bermuda. Four, Corner Aft Balcony. Five, Royal Caribbean Aqua Theater One Bedroom Suite. Cruise, uh, number six, uh, cruise with kids and grandkids. There are 10 of us. Ideally on Voyager the season, Long Beach or Los Angeles. Uh, number seven, European cruise from Southampton. Eight, Med Cruise. Nine, Celebrity Edge. And number 10, Panama Canal and ABC Islands again. So what is your bucket list wish farm? Linda, thanks for the email. Interesting idea here. You know, bucket list cruises are, you know, uh, there's a ton that are out there. And uh, I, I think that, there's uh, uh, the great thing about Royal Caribbean, first and foremost, is I always find new sailings, new options that are that I would love to do. It's not like, you know, uh, I've done it all by any means. Um, and, and certainly there's a lot of possibilities. I think for me, if I were to list out my bucket list, top 10 wish cruises, anything like that, I think right. And this list, by the way, is also a reflection of some form of pragmatism. Uh, in, in some senses, but anyway, this is just a wish list. So I would say number one, say number one would be a Panama Canal cruise. I think that's something that uh, definitely stands out as a really cool and fun sailing to do. Something different, no question about it. Number two would be uh, a European cruise. Now this one is about to be out of the bucket, I guess. I don't know what the terminology is, but uh, we're doing. Of course, we have a Royal Caribbean Blog group cruise coming up next year in July of 2021 out of Southampton to Norway. So that's going to be. That'll be my first European cruise, although there's a lot of other European cruises that really are encompassing there. I mean, I would like to do the Med. I just don't want to sweat that much. I'd probably, I'd probably like to do it like the very beginning of the season, European cruises, and that is at the very end of it. But I would like to be able to do a Med cruise. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 whether it's Greek Isles or it's uh, Western Caribbean, it doesn't really matter all that much to me. They both have their appeal, and I haven't been either, so uh, I'd love to be able to do those. I'd love to be able to do a Canary Islands cruise. The Baltics are really appealing. So, you know, I, I think like most people, I'd like to do 
European cruises is definitely a big one. Uh, number three, Australia. I think I think doing a South Pacific cruise would be amazing. I mean, the, uh, every place you go down there seems incredible. And I think when we're talking about Australia, for me, I'm more interested in a South Pacific cruise than I am a New Zealand cruise. New Zealand looks amazing. I don't think that is. I know we have some some uh, Kiwi listeners here. Not a slight on you guys at all. We're just talking about, you know, in the grand scheme of things, what would be interesting. But certainly a cruise out of Australia to the South Pacific, going to Tahiti, Bora Bora, Samoa. I would love to do one of those things. I think that that's a really cool idea. I think a transatlantic would be fun one to do. That's another bucket list I have not done. Uh, I mean, it's, it's again, it's one of those things that's notch on your belt kind of sailing. And uh, I, I would love to do that. Uh, I'm not sure when, I guess going over. I'm, no, actually, I'd probably do the opposite because I, of course, many of you guys know I hate flying. Uh, I would probably actually prefer to fly over and then cruise back. And the reason being that I would have, number one, going there is a little shorter of a flight. But more importantly, I'd have the excitement of flying over, like for the cruise, that is. And then I wouldn't have to fly back. So I think that's how I would handle that. For the Australia cruise, I have no idea. I would just, you'd have to heavily sedate me. I'm not sure. They'd hit me with a with a dark gun at some point and be like, hey, Matt, what? And then I wake up in Australia 12 hours or 24 hours later. <laughs> um, so that's one. We are doing our first star class. Well, that's another one. We have a book for like 2022, I think. Uh, we have that one book. But that is doing a star classroom is definitely on on our bucket list. And, and to that effect, whether it's star class or not, having a suite where we have a hot tub on the balcony, that has been like a bucket list dream of mine for many, many years to be able to have that. Because I always thought if I had a hot tub on my balcony, I would never leave my room. Why would you? I mean, you just can, you know, you wake up in the morning. All right, go have breakfast. All right, maybe you leave your room for that, but then you come right back and you just hang out in the hot tub, you know, and stateroom attendant comes in. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. I'll be in the hot tub if you need me. I mean, to, that, I mean, uh, I don't know. Call me crazy. That seems like a really cool and fun way to cruise. Um, so I'd love to be able to do that one. And then I'm trying to think of something else that wasn't also on Linda's list that really stands out to me. You know, we talked about transatlantics. That's and repositioning cruises in general. And I would love to do a cruise to uh, also on my list. Um, something that involves, I think, uh, Quebec and going down the maybe the St. Lawrence River. I know that Empress of the Seas is or was or going to uh, offer cruises there, but I would love to do a cruise that involves, uh, even if it's an open jaw sailing, you know, Quebec, Montreal, see that aspect of Canada because I think that is very different. It's, it's almost like river cruise in a lot of ways because it is a river cruise, but uh, but it's obviously on an ocean going vessel. But you know, that one really has, has, has a lot of appeal to me and I've always wanted to go there. Uh, partially because, again, it's not going to be very sweaty. <laughs> Next, we have an email from Morgan who writes, I was just wondering about Oasis of the Seas. We have a group of 16 and none of us have sailed on this class before. Few of us have sailed on Independence of the Seas. Our cruise we have booked is for November 29th to December 6th, going to Nassau, St. Thomas, San Juan, and Labadee. My question is that I heard you have to book all the shows up for the ship. Is that true? And if so, what's the easiest way to do for a group of this size? Thanks for your help. So Morgan, uh, thanks for the email, and you should, uh, you don't have to, but you should make reservations uh, for the entertainment, Morgan. Unlike other ships in the fleet, or the types of ships in the fleet, I should say, on Oasis-class ships, you can pre-book entertainment. And pre-booking entertainment just assures you of getting in. You're not actually booking a seat. Like, oh, it's not like you're gonna get, you know, row J, seat four. You just get in before everybody else, and then about, you know, 10 minutes or so before showtime, they'll let anybody into the theater to fill up the extra space. What 
the bottom line is you want to make reservations and the reservations will start appearing you know probably a lot closer to your sale date i would say there is no exact time frame morgan we royal Caribbean does not say you know on this date it will definitely be there but i i think at the very least the you want to take advantage of it. Number one, it's free. Number two, you got nothing to lose. And number three, you only stand to benefit from it. So about 30 days or so, you should start really looking in earnest for that. You can make reservations via the Royal Caribbean's cruise planner website. Um, that's the easiest way to do it. You go to Royal Caribbean's website, log in. And then um, there's two ways you can do it, Morgan. Number one, you can obviously just reserve it for yourself and then let your group know, hey guys, go log in and do it. If you have their last name and reservation numbers, you can actually do it on their behalf. When you make the reservation, you can, there'll be an option. Would you like to add other guests? And then you just need the reservation number and their last name. And then you can add it on. So you can put a group of, you know, 16 or I don't know what the max is. It might not be 16, but you get the idea. You can do at least some of that on your own there. Um, but again, let's now let me give you worst case scenario, Morgan. Let's say worst case is you completely forget about this or you never get a chance to do it or it sells out, right? Not to worry, this has happened to me as well. Um, having reservations is not the end all be all if you're gonna get into a show. In a lot of cases, you're still able to get in. You just have to wait in the standby line. And for most shows, that's not a terrible problem. On Oasis class ships, I've actually never had an issue with this because number one, there's so many activities going on that a lot of people make reservations. And since it's free, they just make them and whether or not they show up to them is another question. But I think you'd be able to get there, just, you know, show up a little earlier, just to get in that standby line and you should have no problems getting in. And also there's multiple showings of each show per sailing. So again, even if you didn't get on one sailing or one performance rather, you'd have the opportunity to see it for other ones. So it's a little more footwork involved. That's why again, having the reservation makes it a little bit simpler. Uh, and that's why I advocate doing it, but don't look at it as if you don't get a reservation online, there's no chance of you getting in. That's not gonna be the case at all. So hope that makes some sense there. Next up is an email from Jeff Norton. Hey Matt, we're deciding on our refund for our May cruise that was canceled or 125% future cruise credit. Our first problem is that the May cruise was paid in full, paid for in small part with future cruise credit. That was from a previous canceled cruise. I'm told we're likely to get refunded two FCCs. That is correct. Yeah. So if you if you had a cruise that was paid in any part with a future cruise credit, and then you want to get a new future cruise credit, you get the original issued back, and then everything else that you paid in cash as a new future cruise credit. So that's two correct. Uh, we have. Now, Jeff writes, we have a cruise booked and paid for in January, fingers crossed that it sails. Can I call Royal Caribbean and add a future cruise credit and get a refund for some money we have already paid in as our final payment isn't until November? I believe you can. And I say I believe you can because I know for a fact that let's say you book a new reservation, Jeff. You pay cash for the deposit, which you have to. Then you get a future cruise credit. You apply the future cruise credit. You can actually ask for, if you have enough future cruise credit money, that is, to get a the ref, the deposit refunded back to you as cash. So you might be able to do that in this situation. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe you can. Again, like so many things with Royal Caribbean, and I love Royal Caribbean, but look, there's a lot of policies where sometimes you have to talk to the right person. You have to ask about it. Uh, but I have heard and can confirm that at least... Uh, my my travel agent at MEI Travel was able to, uh, again, someone, you know, put a deposit down in cash, got a future cruise credit, applied future cruise credit, and then got that deposit back as a refund. Second problem, 
is that if we cannot use some future cruise credit for our already paid cruise for January, then we'll end up losing one of our future cruise credits as we only will be booking one further cruise. And I'm told only one FCC can be used per cruise. Hope our position is clear and reading it back doesn't sound like a mess. Keep the good work, Matt. And we hope to meet you at some point for a Kraken lava flow. Thanks, Jeff. I have heard about that rule about one FCC per reservation or at least per person. Uh, I can't confirm that, Jeff. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, I don't know the answer to it. Uh, in terms of how that would work, when it comes to working with FCCs and 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 this, you know, a lot of people dealing with this exact scenario or similar scenarios. Number one, use a travel agent. They're there to make that work for you and answer those kind of questions. So I would defer there. And and I apologize that I can't give a better answer for that for your second problem. Um, so I would yeah I would talk to a travel agent, see if they can assist you with that. Um, and, and in a lot of cases, you might also just simply ask, don't be, a, don't be afraid to ask, Hey, you know, I have this future cruise credit, you know, I want to apply this one, but I got this other one. I don't want it to expire. Is there any flexibility there? I mean, at the end of the day, they may be a little more flexible these days. People say, yeah, we'll give you the extra time. But again, you got to ask. So uh, I wouldn't be afraid to ask at, at the very least and see what happens there. So Jeff, thanks for the email. And uh, thank you to everybody for checking out this episode of the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Of course, you can always send me your emails if you want to uh, have your email read right over here, just like Jeff's and everybody else's email, uh, by sending it to matt, M-A-T-T, at royalcaribbeanblog.com, matt, at royalcaribbeanblog.com. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg, and we'll talk again soon.